What is up everyone? It's Quinn here and in today's video I'm going to be going through my last set of fantasy football sleepers. So I've already gone through the running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks. Today we're going to be wrapping it up by talking about three of my must draft sleeper tight ends. These are going to be players that are going outside the top 12 at their position. So technically these guys would be considered tight end twos and I'm using a four for four ADP to kind of gauge that. Um, pretty much they just combine like a bunch of different platforms. They finally have like their ADP kind of fine-tuned like all the uh, platforms are in there just four for four.com you should be able to find it it's free um so that's the adp that i'm using here if you guys enjoy the video do me a huge favor hit that like button subscribe to the channel and let's just jump right into it and my first sleeper tight end is going to be dalton kincaid according to four for four adp he's going off the board as the tight end 15 and i understand what the red flag is here for kincaid it's that he is a rookie tight end and there's just no doubt that the track record for rookie tight ends has not been good on this graphic you can see all the uh, first round tight ends since 2017 and there really has not been a lot of success so we have kincaid this year obviously we don't know um you know how he does but then we had kyle pitts in 2021 he was picked fourth averaged 10.4 ppr points per game as a rookie finished 11th which if we remember back to that season that was pretty disappointing for Kyle Pitts but that was still the uh, second best finish that we've had since 2017 we had TJ Hawkinson finished 24th in point per game um, Noah Fant at 23rd Hayden Hurst at 45th OJ Howard at 17th so we had a decent stretch there of just unusable fantasy production um, none of those guys got above eight PPR points per game we did have Evan Ingram in 2017, who was picked 23rd in the first round, average 11.6 points per game. That was the best mark here. He was uh, fourth amongst tight ends in points per game. So that's kind of like the bright spot here. And then we had David Njoku in 2017, uh, 28th in PPR points per game. The thing with Dalton Kincaid is that I'm not actually betting on him to be used as an inline tight end. If I thought he was going to be an inline tight end, I would not you know, be interested in him at all. I think the Bills went out, they needed an offensive weapon, but they already had a solid inline tight end in Dawson Knox. He is still on the roster. We saw Dalton Kincaid thrive in college playing on the outside. It's not like Dalton Kincaid was, you know, just locked onto the offensive line in college. He played all over. He played in the slot. He played out wide. That's really where he kind of excelled. He's able to win at all three levels of the field. And you look at this Bills roster behind Stephon Diggs, and I guess you could say Gabe Davis, like the Bills have pretty much nothing at the wide receiver position. Their current two slot wide receivers are Trent Sherfield and Khalil Shakir. I like Shakir, but like, you know, day three wide receiver pick didn't really do a ton as a rookie. Like, I don't think the Bills are overly excited to get those guys on the field. So I do think Kincaid has a legit shot of seeing work as more of like a wide receiver as opposed to a tight end. I think the Bills can run a lot of two tight end sets with uh, Dalton Kincaid more as a wide receiver and then Dawson Knox in line. And you notice that the two tight ends that finished as tight end ones as rookies, Cal Pitts and Evan Ingram, neither of those guys were locked into an inline role both of them were used as wide receivers, at least for like a decent chunk of their uh, routes. I think if the Bills went out and drafted a first round wide receiver, everyone would be all over them for fantasy football. And so there's no guarantee that Dalton Kincaid is used how I'm expecting. But at like the tight end 15 price, if we're throwing darts at a late round tight end, you punt the position, you want a player who could have a little bit of upside. I do think Kincaid could potentially be that guy. 
Now, the next tight end is actually going right after Dalton Kincaid in drafts, and that is going to be Tyler Higby. He's currently being drafted as the tight end 16. And from a point per game perspective last year, Tyler Higby was a high end tight end two, finished as the tight end 15 in points per game. But with normal touchdown production, Higby could have easily slotted in as like a back end tight end one. He was fourth in targets and target share. He was sixth in target rate. The problem is he only scored three touchdowns in 17 games. So that volume didn't really carry him because he just, you know, pretty much completely flopped in the touchdown department. But in the games where Matthew Stafford was healthy and Higby was playing with him, he averaged 7.2 targets per game. That would have been fourth over the entire season behind Travis Kelsey, TJ Hawkinson, and Mark Andrews. So I guess pretty elite company to be in there with in terms of like the volume you're commanding. The Rams are still very thin at the wide receiver uh, position and just their weapons in general. Like behind Cup, their wide receiver two and three are Van Jefferson and Ben Skoranek. And then behind Higby, like their tight ends essentially have zero NFL production. There are five other tight ends on the roster. Those five players combined for nine total NFL receptions. So Higby already went out um, in 2022. He proved he could command targets. The Rams are in desperate need of someone who can command targets behind Cooper Cup. And he's got pretty much zero competition at the tight end position and the other wide receivers. I think if he gets a little luckier in the touchdown department, he could end up turning this wide receiver 16 price tag into like a mid-tier tight end one finish. I don't think he has any sort of like a lead upside. Like I don't think you're getting that out of Tyler Higbee. But we know like mid-tier tight end ones, they're all kind of clumped together. I do think Tyler Higby could finish in that tier, and you're going to end up getting him three, four, five, like six rounds later than the other tight ends that are probably going to end up as uh, mid-tier options. Now, shifting into my third and final sleeper, it is going to be Sam Laporta. Um, He's being drafted as the tight end 19, and I am going to be going back to the well here on rookie tight ends. I do think this is more of like a flyer. Um, Definitely more of a long shot than Dalton Kincaid, but Laporta has received really impressive reports out of training camp. He was uh, the third pick of the second round to the Detroit Lions. I think he went a lot earlier than some people were expecting, Um, went ahead of Michael Mayer, which I think was, uh, you know, shocking to a lot of people, including myself. But we know he has the strong draft capital. Laporta was Iowa's leading pass catcher in both 2021 and 2022. He's stepping into a wide open tight end room. Um, And after like the training camp reports I've been seeing, it definitely seems like he's on track to be the week one starter. With Jamison Williams suspended to start off the season, the Lions are honestly pretty thin on weapons behind Amon Ross St. Brown. We look back to last year, obviously the Lions started off the season with TJ Hawkinson. They moved him, I think, close to the trade deadline. And once they traded Hawkinson, they really didn't have like a starting level NFL tight end to be like consistently involved in their offense. Like they were rolling out uh, Brock Wright, and Shane Zilstra, but even when they were rolling those dudes out, in the 10 games where Hawkinson was gone, those two combined for eight touchdowns, so they do get him involved, especially in the red zone. I think Laporta can come in. If he can establish himself as the clear number one, I think he's going to have some touchdown upside, and I also just think he's going to rack up way more volume than guys like Brock Wright and Shane Zilstra did. Obviously, this is more of a long shot. I'm more confident in uh, Kincaid and uh, Tyler Higby. But, you know, maybe you're in a super deep league, a ton of teams, or maybe Lepore is just a guy you want to keep your eye on on waivers, see what kind of route participation he's getting early on in the season. And then maybe he's a guy you play in like favorable matchups where you're kind of banking for a touchdown. Because once we get to like those fringe tight end ones, a lot of the times the ones that, you know, kind of uh, 
get a successful week are just going to be the guys who get into the end zone. So Laporta could kind of turn into that down the stretch. But those are going to be my three later round tight end sleepers, Dalton Kincaid, Tyler Higby, and Sam Laporta. Let me know what you guys are thinking about these players. Do you have someone out there that you're targeting as a later round guy? You know, I know there are some potential interesting options. I know a lot of people like Chigo Conquo. Some people might be in on Cole Komet. You know, I think those are also fair sleeper options. But let me know what you guys are thinking. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.